This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome into the weekend, everybody. It's going to be a beautiful late spring, early summer weekend in Chicago. And you've got Mike North and Carmen DeFalco here on The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap, doing what we do best. We talk sports and sports gambling with you. We've got a big game six in the NBA tonight, a couple of NHL Stanley Cup games, uh, Stanley Cup playoff games. We've got baseball. The Belmont is this weekend, so we are loaded on this Friday, Mikey. We are, Carm. It's good to talk to everybody. Uh, I tell you what, I had a disastrous week last week. It was probably one of my worst weeks in the last, I'd say, couple years. I got my brains beat in because the NBA decided, and with my system, it's also given me like Baltimore, the Orioles, where in baseball, you will lose 10, 11 in a row. You got to know when to jump off. I might have stuck with them a little bit too long. Arizona, I get. I mean, uh, they finally won a game. But also, uh, the NBA, and I said this earlier on Carmen and Yurko Show, great show if you haven't heard it, folks. Just jump on. 18-5 and five against the spread up until last Sunday. So uh, I, I have I've been having a hot week this week. Uh, I'm back on the ball. But the NBA, if you're not allowed to play some hand check or say, mm. if they're going to call fouls like it's the 50th game of the season where you brush James Harden and you get in foul trouble I don't think Brooklyn's got a shot of ever losing to be honest <laughs> they with might you. never lose another game you're right the, yeah the, it used to be the playoffs you, there were harder fouls absolutely it gets a little tougher right I agree and it's not yeah that's why you got all these, uh, for the most part, favorites covering. And, and so I'm not complaining about it because I've, I've jumped back, but I didn't like losing last week on the show. Uh, the bottom line is that uh, the NBA, I'm staying away. I've been making my boats uh, with baseball this week, Carl. Yeah, no kidding. All right. This is what I love, too, about this show. And Mike is always... Uh, and I think I feel like we're we're both always willing to do this. Mike just he'll tell you, I, hey, I had a bad week. I got my yep. teeth kicked in. There are some shows and touts oh. out there that pretend like they never lose and they never have bad weeks. So last week was a bad week. We get yep. right back on the horse and we try again. Yeah, I mean, I mean, people watch us more than I always thought. It's 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 good to be honest. Now, when you're in a, a tailspin, it's no fun to tell people that. But right. when you're winning, uh, like uh, like I did during the football season, the thing I like about our show is we pick all the sports. Yeah. And and you know what? We don't have too many weaknesses on the sports. There's certain people that are just good at football, certain people good at basketball, and uh, NBA, what have you, uh, the college football. Uh, they're specialists in that. I like to throw it around the field. It makes things more interesting, to be honest with you. Absolutely. So uh, we've got a game six tonight that we'll talk about. We had uh, a couple of games last night in the NBA and a couple of series that did end. In six games, the Portland Trailblazers are out. Our guy Jokic, I mean, the Joker's something. Without Jamal Murray, that they're doing this, especially when they're, you know, I don't think their backcourt was as good as Portland's, but he's still good enough uh, to just almost, in a sense, carry that team. I mean, he is so important and so vital to everything they do. So the Nuggets advance. Uh, the Lakers are out. Neither finalist from last year gets out of the first round, Mike. Yeah, L.A. can only hope that they'll play shortened seasons from here on out. Right. I mean, that's right. 
whether it's the Dodgers or whether it's uh, uh, you're talking about uh, LeBron with the Lakers. But I'll, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I lost a lot of respect for LeBron James. LeBron uh, walking off the court the other night. I'm not a fan of that. Never have been. Uh, so I didn't like that. I didn't like how he's accorded himself, uh, not getting back. Uh, I, I The Michael Jordan exper- uh, uh, comparison's got to end, Carm. Yeah. They got to end. Enough is enough. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think he's as good as Michael either. I don't. I mean, he's like, a top I, I ten think, player. Absolutely, I think he's the. I'd say he's right behind Michael, to be honest. But oh, quit but, it. Uh, yeah, he's over Jabbar. Oh, you know, there's some great players. Larry Bird. You know, uh, uh, his rookie season improved the Celtics thirty three games. Yeah. You know, I love the fact that Doncic. You know, I think of Aaron Rodgers and how he's been crying, like he throws the ball and catches it, like he blocks for himself, like it's not like they have any players on Green Bay, that they've done it just with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, according to what I'm seeing, Doncic should sue Mark Cuban <laughs> for lack of support. Porzingis, Hardaway's got some in- inconsistencies to him, but this looks like Dirk Nowitzki all over again. Yeah. But if anybody's got a case for winning against all odds, yeah, it's him, it's him right? He, he, I mean, look, he's only it's a small sample. He's only played 11 playoff games, but... Minimum 10 playoff games now in NBA history. And the Clippers could win the next two games. They we could, and we're going to talk about that. Yeah. They could. Minimum 10 playoff games. NBA history, Luka Doncic is second in scoring average behind Michael Jordan. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's crazy what he's doing at such a young age, Mike. It well, really it's the, the defense is so weak right now in the NBA. The scores are – you never saw scores. It's like, like it's the ABA back in the day. You can't – be called for brushing up against Kevin Durant. You got to let these guys have a little freedom on defense. That's what makes the game. Sure, uh, the hand check rule. Jordan used to get knocked into the stands. Iverson would average. Jordan would average fifty today. Oh, and yeah. Iverson would average forty-five. I, I, Jordan would have definitely been somewhere or over forty points. Do you think Trey Young was better than Allen Iverson? No, I at don't. the end of the day, I don't. I don't. Uh, but and you know, and you make a good point. Like we're in an era now. And I just mentioned that Doncic stat, and it's great, and he's fun. I love him. I know Mike and I love so watching. Do I. We love him, but like it is easier oh. to compile the stats now because look, they play faster, they shoot more threes. There's the, you know, like you said, they call fouls differently. The hand check rule. I mean, like all of that does allow for a guy oh, to compile God. stats at a faster rate. Defense I agree is with out. You. I Defense agree. Defense is out. It's sad. Uh, you know, it used to be you had to uh, have a great defense to win any championship of any kind, and I don't mind the offensive game coming up, but this is ridiculous. I mean, how are you going to beat the Brooklyn Nets? Or and maybe Milwaukee will play them and beat them. I don't know. But, my God, those three guys, you're giving them three-foot space at the threes. You know what? I would guard them out there, make them drive all the time for the two-pointer. Yeah. Everybody lets them have a shot. How can you give Kyrie Irving three feet I don't know. of space? Or Kevin Durant. Yeah. you got to get up in these guys. But if you do, then they pretend they're shooting they get a foul call. Yeah, that's another part of the game. You're right. Part of the problem is just the range, like Steph Curry, Dame Lillard, Kyrie oh, Irving. The range is so good now that you kind of have to guard him from 30 feet. I mean, it's, it's crazy. They, yes, it is. Like, Make hey, oh. them shoot the two. Make them shoot the mid-range jumper. Quit giving them the 30-footer. Trey Young can hit those. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So the Clippers, for the sixth consecutive game, will be a favorite tonight. They're about a three-point favorite right now. They are minus 140 on the money line. The advice I was giving people earlier is if you like the Clippers, when this series started – 
you had to lay 400 to win 100. Mm-hmm. Because of the simple math right now, where they're on the road in game six down There's tonight. No thing for me. Plus, math. Right, right. Plus 135. If you believe in the Clippers, I'd say the hell with minus 140 tonight. Bet them in the series at plus 135. Because if they win tonight, I don't think they would lose a game seven back at home. But who the hell knows with this series, Mike? The road teams I'm won every uh, game. Lean, lean in Clippers in this one. I would lean um, with you. I, it's not a game I think I want to play, but I would lean with you on this, yeah, Mike. I'll tell you why. I think Vegas got their butts kicked last night. I think a lot of people took the Suns. Took the Suns on the money line. I don't have anything to substantiate that. I know I didn't bet the game. I was afraid to because LeBron James, you always it's his aura, mm-hmm. which is gone now. But, it, you know, he had that aura that is he really going to lose three in a row? Right, right. You know, are they going to have just a bad game? Phoenix has been on fire. Uh, but no. And I give Anthony Davis credit in this day and age where, you know, athletes coddle themselves. I think uh, he wanted to play, try. Mm-hmm. He couldn't do it. But you can't uh, discredit him. And to the LeBron James, I'm not a LeBron James fan. Uh, to the people getting on him about not going to the Olympics. He's been to the Olympics. He's oh, honored yeah. our country. I'm not mad at him about that. But I don't think the ratings are going to suffer because he's out. I don't. Uh, they might not. Yeah. I mean, look, the ratings have bounced so. back for them, and they might not. Yeah. It's a, it's a young man's league. Devin Booker's of the world are coming up now. It's time changing up the guards. I like Utah on the Bucks in the finals. Well, I, I think you might be onto something with the Bucs. I'm telling you. That, and you can and get, Utah keeps winning. I know. And, and, like, the path might – look, if the Clippers are knocked out, now that the Lakers are out, like, the path could be a little bit easier. You can get the Bucks, the series price for the Bucks, and that first game is tomorrow. Game one's in Brooklyn tomorrow. The Nets are a four-point favorite. The series price uh, looks like this. The Nets are minus 230 to win the series, as you'd expect. They're going to be the favorite. The Bucks are plus 185. I think they're going to struggle defending Giannis. I'm kind of with you. I, I like the Bucks to come out of the East. I think they've got something to prove, and I think they're better than they were a year ago, and they're a little bit more And they're a tested. team, and they didn't just get put together. Uh, you know, you, you see what's happened with LeBron and Davis by not playing. Uh, and I, I just want to say this. Are we almost done with this load management? Because it's done nobody any good. Mm. Yeah, nobody. And then Anthony Davis any good. The poor guy. You can't, can't go healthy. into a, a, a title fight, okay, and never spar. Yeah. For three, you know, you hear about these guys, well, we sparred for six weeks. You know, you can't go into a title fight and only spar for one week. Yeah. You'll get killed. And that's what's happening here. They're not preparing fully. A lot of these guys have made so much money, they don't fully take care of their bodies. It's, it's just the way things have changed. Yeah. Uh, one last thing on clips and Mavs for tonight, the big game six. I love Vegas. So the first five games, the uh, average points scored in the first five games uh is 216.4 points per game. The total tonight is 216.5. And, <laughs> and I remember when there was 182. Oh, my God, my 187, goodness. 187, yeah. 179.5. Uh, the, the total tomorrow night in the Bucks and uh, Nets game is 239.5. The Denver Uh-oh. Nuggets with Doug Ball would be 203. That's We'd right. be flabbergasted. <laughs> like that, with, like, Fat Lever and Alex English and those guys. Yeah, yeah it was, like, yeah. 210. It was, like, oh, my God. You know, God. he'd have the polyester slacks yeah. on, and it's 203. We're going, I mean, Paul Westhead. Yeah. That poor guy got, got barbecued because he was so ahead of his I time know. and just wanted to score. That's hilarious. All yeah. right, well, Mike and I come back. We still got plenty to do. Our buddy Luke Pergandy's going to join us. Oh, yes. Oh, God. I love you. Prop swap. We'll talk yeah. about what's hot there. We got more to talk about for the weekend. NBA, NHL, baseball, lots of good stuff. So don't go anywhere. We're coming right back. It's The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. 
This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. Alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. We do it each and every Friday for you. Podcast will be up. ESPN Chicago app on Core Replay on the radio station, ESPN 1000 on Saturday morning. Uh, every week, we talk to our buddy Luke Pergandy from PropSwap, and he joins us now on the Corona. Oh, got picked up the dessert card. <laughs> hey, you guys were hey, hanging Carmen, at the game? Mike. You guys were at the Sox game together Oh, last we night. had a gas. You want to talk about a bunch of class people. Luke and his buddies, the whole crew there. Uh, a lot of Park Ridge guys, Main South guys, a Bridgeport guy. Yeah. Uh, I, it wasn't even to me. I mean, I... I I, I never had more fun, to be honest with you. And, uh, and Luke, I had to educate him in a couple things. But other than that, everything went good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mike's, uh, Mike knows the Chicago sports landscape better than I do. He's, yes. uh, you know, I, I don't know Michael Jordan, so I'm closing out of school as, as Mike over here. He's a fount of knowledge. You know, he's got a wealth of experience. Absolutely. Hey, by the way, we made uh, a show wager. Me, Yurko, mm-hmm. Randy. And Randy Merkin and Jeff Miller, we made a show wager today on the air. We did it mm-hmm. on Lance Lynn. We each put in fifty bucks. Lance Lynn is fourteen to one to win the Cy Young Award. Uh, he's he leads the American League in ERA and ERA plus right now. And uh, I made sure before we made the wager, Luke, I said to the guys, I said, "There's now if we want to sell this thing on Prop Swap, then nobody's going to argue with me, right? Nobody's going to say no. Let's let it ride out." I I had to get full clearance to potentially put the ticket up for sale. <laughs> If he's still rolling in, a, let's say a month from now, on props up, so you might see that ticket up there, okay? Yeah, yeah. We uh, instead of you know fourteen to one odds, sell it for you know get four times your money. Small yes. wins, all yes. about small wins in sports betting. Well, that's what we talked about last night, Luke and I. Had a lot of discussions we had about a lot of things, but one of the things that Luke Luke pointed out was early. I didn't really, I wasn't off for selling the tickets, and then Luke. It led to Luke saying, hey, look, you could sell the ticket, right, Luke? And we can't throw this into people's head enough. And then with that other money, you can buy another ticket. You can buy it again. You can can buy it again. You can rebuy it, yes. Totally. If you you have a Phoenix Suns ticket on them to win the NBA Finals at 40 to 1, you know, they opened at 100 to 1, by the way, to start the NBA season. Now they're 8 to 1. Wow. If you sell your hundred to one ticket now, take the funds from us and go make another Suns bet at yep. eight to one odds. Yes, exactly. So it could be the best of both worlds. You could still have your Suns ticket, you know, but you would uh, you'd make profit. You'd have you'd have money in your hand right now, and that's a hot one. I would imagine. I mean, what the Suns were able to do. Look, that series shifted the minute AD got hurt. Uh, I mean, it was Game Four. Lakers were up two one, and they had control of Game Four, and then he got hurt. And the rest is history. But now you've got the Nuggets advancing, you've got the the Suns advancing, and their odds are all the way down to eight to one. So I, I'm assuming, Luke, there's a lot of action with those types of tickets uh, at PropSwap.com right now. Yeah, no, we have a great uh, Nuggets to win the West ticket up for sale. About eight to one odds will cost you around two hundred dollars. Would pay over sixteen hundred. Um, the, the Phoenix Suns continue to be a super hot team. I mean, we get asked all the time, like, why would you bet long shots when some of these guys never win? I'm like, there's literally a long shot every single season, every single sport of some team that gets really far, and you could have sold that bet on Prowlsop. And the Phoenix Suns are just the perfect story of that this year. Well, that's the key. you got to be willing to sell it. And then how about some of the hockey action? I mean, the Canadians 
are surprising people. They were down 3-1. Uh, they come back. They win that series. Now they're up 1-0 on Winnipeg. Now Mark Shifley, Winnipeg's best player, has been suspended four games, and Carey Price looks great. Uh, are there some Canadians tickets for sale? Yeah, yeah. So when they went down, so they won game one in the Toronto Maple Leafs series, and then Toronto won three in a row, and they, of course, lost that series. Montreal then won two more. When Montreal was down three to one in that series, a guy was just fire sailing his bet. He's like, Give me out of this thing. I'll take a ham sandwich for it. <laughs> Sells his bet for 45 bucks. And that bet is now worth $900 on PropSwap. Wow. So, That's where you get the stuff, folks. That's it. Go to PropSwap. Check it out. Yeah, it's like, again, like when you're on PropSwap, you're buying from other people. So these yep. guys who own these bets, they'll take whatever you give them, and you can swoop in and just find tremendous value. At the time, if you wanted to do a – so that was odd. That $45 ticket, that purchase was odds of 220 to 1. Yeah. The Canadians are 15 to 1 now. Exactly, yeah. Think about the the so the, the profit potential. Like when you can swoop in when when other guys are panic selling or fire yep. selling their bets, the buyers just find tremendous how, value. How about if you were to, the people that had the Toronto tickets and you held on Ooh, to them? Yeah, see that's huh? Yep. God. That's yep. what that, it can we, happen we the other way. Maybe you know I, it's hard to sell a ticket when you're up three to one. Three to one, I know. I bet you some people were people unloading Luke when it was oh, three three. God. Or were they hanging on for dear yeah. life thinking it was going to happen? Yeah, no, when there was 3-3, people got nervous. Toronto is just, this team Jokers. just can't get together. They haven't been to a cup since the 60s. Yeah. Which, right, 67. You know, and Toronto is, it's, they're Canada's premier team. It's like the Yankees, yep. you know, in, in America. I mean, the Toronto Maple Leafs are Canada's number one sports team. And for them to just do this year in and year out, it's crazy. Yeah, they're torturing um, their fans for sure. There's no doubt about it because they're, they're the most valuable team in hockey for a reason. It's the most expensive ticket in hockey they yep. are the most, most valuable team in hockey. In sports. Is, yeah, it might be the most expected ticket in yeah. sports. That's true. It's crazy. Luke, yeah. uh, great stuff as always. Uh, I know Mike had a blast with you last night. Oh, yeah. I will see you at the golf outing at Seven Bridges on Monday. Can't wait. Have a great weekend, buddy, and I'll talk to you next week. All right? <laughs> oh, right. Me as well. Great talking to you guys. Have a good weekend. <laughs> see you, Luke. Take care, Luke. <laughs> He's the best. We love Luke Pergandy. Yep. PropSwap.com. That's the place to go. The Nets are still your favorite. And, you know, Mike and I were talking about this, about uh, – uh, you know, the, 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 the kind of preferential treatment sometimes that the Stars do get and just how different NBA games are officiated these days. They've got a lot of firepower. I mean, what they did to Boston, they put up the, the best offensive efficiency numbers in any playoff series in at least the last 25 years. So they've been the favorite since about, what, mid-February or so, I bet, Mike, and they still are at plus 150 that's why they to want, win the whole thing. That's why they want a midseason tournament because, uh, you know, these guys, if they end up winning it, uh, you always heard that hard work, perseverance, training got you where you got to go. And really not in the NBA. If you got three guys like this and there's no defense allowed to be played, I don't see how you can beat these guys. Now, we'll find out. I happen to like, like I said, right now, Utah and Milwaukee, you could get some good numbers yeah. on them. The Jazz are, Jazz are all the way up to the second choice, 3-1. to one. The Bucks are 5.5-1. to one. Yeah. Plus 550 right now, I'm in. I mean, that's it. I mean, I like those two. I think Utah, I'd love to see Utah win it. Quinn Snyder, they play a team brand of ball led by Donovan Mitchell, but they got really nice pieces. They do play defense. Uh, Milwaukee, Giannis is 
uh, just a great player. Great. I mean, that's all there is to it. I mean, and then you just hope Middleton and whoever uh, is playing alongside him can do what they got to do. Yeah, I don't know if they got enough, though. I mean, Brooklyn's got three studs. And the other two guys, whoever they are, will play better just by who they're playing sure. with. Yeah, I mean, look, even Blake is like all of a sudden he looks rejuvenated right. a little bit, you know, because of the situation. Sort of like there. when I got to work with you. Exactly. I got rejuvenated. Exactly. You don't need any rejuvenation. You've got <laughs> energy, boundless energy. It's incredible. I'm like, man, Mike, he sounds like he's younger than me for crying out loud. Carm, I didn't know I was that great. I mean, between. I mean, seriously. Only I saw. I saw the pictures from the skybox. Uh, Richard Gere and myself. Well, of course, the hair has gone gray. But I. I was. I just want to know one thing. Are, is your? Is, do you think your whole beard will get gray? Because you had the starter know. kick this, I, I this know. year. I know. I think with the so. two gray stripes, like a Superman. Film. Right. I know. I don't know. It's a good question. I mean, I might grow it out again in the fall or winter. Yeah. We'll see. And but like, I keep like stubble kind of always in there. There's a lot of gray in there. There really is. By the way, are you still con- are you still a little bit confused about the uh, Bears? quarterback situation. Is it any more clear to you no. now than it was a month yeah, ago? If Fields plays great in the preseason, he'll start. That's what I think is going to happen. He's got, If he goes out and wins it, they'll start him. Boy, I'll tell you what, it's going to take guts because if he has a bad year, yeah. I don't know if Nagy bought another year, but I mean, you got to expect if you're a rookie quarterback who's really, really green, uh, I, but you know what? Once again, the division, it depends on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that, that's, that's a bit, that could be a huge factor. It could be. You're right. I don't buy that he could just say, I'm not, t- I'm not playing. I, there's a lot of money to be. I don't think, and nobody, Warren Buffett doesn't like to lose $20 million. 30. I mean, in this case, you're talking, right? yeah, $30 million. Come on. You know, I'm with you. Come on. All right, when we come back, we got plenty to talk about here still. We got oh. some baseball. We got a lot of other fun stuff. There's uh, big news from the state legislator, uh, state legislature about sports gambling in Illinois and the colleges and universities. Mike and I are going to dive into some of that. So don't go anywhere. We're rolling along inside the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Rolling along on the Odds Couple on this Friday. You're catching us on the ESPN Chicago app. On Cold Replay will be on the air morning, morning from 8 to 9. With Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. We're presented by PropSwap. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. Mike's always got great stuff up there. He's giving out picks. He's got the Win Daily stuff. At North to North on Twitter, and I'm at Carmen DeFelt. Yeah, if you've been doing that, if you've been going to the Win Daily show every day from 11 to 11.20, appreciate it, Carm. Uh, you are, we were 14-4 uh, and four the last Ooh, three days. Mikey. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, it's a tw- it's a 20-minute listen. If you, you follow Win Daily, yeah. you know what? Well, I, I, you know, this is the best terrestrial radio show in America right here. But I got other outlets, too, and it's a lot of fun. We're getting getting uh, some wins under our belt, Major League Baseball coming around. That's great. All right, so there was good news for sports bettors that want to bet on the state schools, Mike, this week. So uh, bettors in Illinois are close to being able to make legal wagers on games involving the in-state teams. SB 521 passed the House Tuesday with the uh, three-fifths majority required since it did not come to a vote prior to midnight. Now, Illinois is among a handful of states, of course, with legalized sports betting that has carve-outs prohibiting wagering on games involving in-state colleges and universities. There are seven schools in the state that play at either the FBS or FCS level uh, for football, and then 13 that play Division I men's and women's basketball. In this past March, the NCAA tournament 
put the Illinois carveouts in the spotlight because a second-round matchup pitted Illinois against Loyola, and it's a contest that would have generated significant action, according to experts, if the state had made it available for betting. While the Illinois Gaming Board reported a handle of $176.8 million for March Madness, Without one operator providing figures, the belief is that the NCAA tournament handle would have eclipsed $200 million sure. had the four games involving Illinois and Loyola been on the board. So I think that's a step in the right direction for everybody that was frustrated Yeah, that you couldn't wager during March Madness, especially on Illinois. I, I thought it was 1970 again. And right? I was in Vegas, and you couldn't bet UNLV, or you couldn't bet certain games in the 80s or 90s that were owned by Caesars Palace like the New York Knicks at one point. Uh, you couldn't bet the Knicks in Las Vegas because of their association mm-hmm. with Caesars World. So is it, it, politicians should not be in charge of, of, of any type of gambling rules, especially sports gambling. And, and you saw a perfect example why Illinois has fiscally been in the trouble we're in because of stupid decisions like this. That's a lot of money to be down. It, it was only going to – Illinois is going to be good again. I mean, you know, the other uh, NCAA teams are going to get better. So I'm glad that they've turned it around. But it was a stupid decision from the start. Yeah, I'm glad and uh, that the restrictions will be le- eased a little. Now, there's one catch. They call this Tier 1 betting. Oh, that means Christ. you can only – make a wager that is determined by the final score or final outcome of a sporting event, and it has to be placed before the event has begun. Basically, they're telling you that there will be no, as for now, in-game wagering, which has become Who are they talking customary. to? My 10-year-old nephew? It's the biggest thing going. That's another. Those are more millions of dollars. Why is everybody else doing it, but we're not doing it? you got to ask yourself, we're the ones that need money in this state. Property taxes is going through the roof, and yet you got a way to make money. Athletic and, 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 the still, the, and you don't do it. The athletic directors, are, and it's the people at the universities and the colleges that seem to be pushing back. They're, you know, what are they afraid of? Look, how many Mike's old enough? Because to they're supposed to be squeaky clean. I, I, I guess so. But give how, me a break. But how many of these scandals have there ever really been? Like, does it happen? Could it happen? Sure. Mike's old enough to remember the Boston yep. College thing, right? Or the Boston University. Whitey Bulger, baby. Right, exactly. The, the yep. point shaving scandal. I mean, could it happen? Yeah, but. It could have happened how, last year. It might often, be happening now. But, how are we going to catch him? But how often does it truly happen? Like, I, I, I don't think it's anywhere near what people You know what's imagine. even worse, Carm? You know what we're in trouble for? In, in Oregon and Illinois, they're going to be unionizing the app college athletes, and we're going to be in trouble because mm-hmm. now college athletes will be able to carry money in their pocket. They can meet a guy downtown, grab ten grand, say this was endorsement money I got right. from from my, my game. I'm guaranteeing you there's going to be rampant fraud. Coach K is leaving, and I... I love Coach K. I posted pictures of me playing with for him at the at the Jordan tournament for 35 and older this this year. Uh, so go to North to North. I mean, not this year, but uh, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. we won the tournament. But Coach K is not going to tell me the transfer porthole and the fact that they can go on strike. Sure. If they don't like what's going on, this is just going to muddy the waters even worse. I like the NCAA the way it is. I think a scholarship, ask any middle-class family. If a scholarship to Duke is getting paid, they'll tell you damn right because I don't have to pay for it. And yeah, it's a joke. But I would also, those middle-class families would also say if uh, my son is good enough to provide millions and millions of dollars 
worth of revenue for a school that he should be able to sell at the very least his likeness. I mean, I think they'd like the best of both worlds. I'm be fine with that if they but but how are we gonna control that? I don't know. How are it's you tough. gonna monitor I that? I don't know. It's over if they do this. And Illinois, who doesn't want you to bet <laughs> right. on, on teams in Illinois is willing to call uh, an 18-year-old kid who doesn't do his laundry but once every three weeks, an employee of high standing. Come it's, on. It's a tough thing, man. I'm telling yeah. you. This is like, it's crazy. You're getting, if you ask, I, I asked my dad if he had money for dentures. And he looked at me and he said, hand me the wrench. He was fixing the car. Oh. I mean, my God. <laughs> t- today, these people are, you get a $200,000 scholarship and then you want, I want 100 a game extra. I want 150. I, I, my dad would say if you gave Mike North, well, I couldn't get into any school. <laughs> Truman was a challenge, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying that if you if ask Randy, would Randy like for the twins, the twins, yeah. uh, two two hundred thousand dollars scholarships, and then what are you going to do? Ask the science guy, the biology guy, we need another hundred. Come on, no, but I would, but I bet you'd be on board, Randy, if they could go out and do and sell their likeness. And make money off of an appearance. Yes, absolutely. I mean, but but Randy, the two hundred grand is pretty nice. Oh, for sure. Yes, yes. Come on. Well, most of them aren't getting two hundred grand anyway because the real good ones are leaving after. That's what keeps me up at night. How am I going to get my? Oh my god! Absolutely, it's crazy. I mean, look at your kid. Look at the 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 two of you. Please. You don't, know, don't remind us. I mean, I, I'm sweating over my puppy going, taking him to obedience <laughs> school. That's that's a that's a nice piece of change. How is Lotto, it? by the way? Lotto's great. Good. Yeah, he's doing great. He's happy. He says hi. He listens to the show. Of course. You know, my mother says, you know, leave Randy and Carmen alone. Why are you so mean? I got to hear it from her. She listens to the show. It's all great stuff. I, I love it. We have the time of our life. But I'm just telling everybody. Once athletes got money in their pocket, there's no way to monitor that somebody didn't meet them around the corner and give them another 500. Oh, it's going to be crazy. Oh, yeah. Mike's been hot with baseball here lately. Now that we're two months in, what's the secret? You just getting a better feel for everything, Oh, Mike? yeah, and I'll tell you something. I got a little scoop for everybody, okay? Last night I walked down from the ESPN box, and I walked into Jerry. Well, <laughs> I said, can I see Jerry? <laughs> now, I know as soon as they went in, we'll say, we'll check. He was in there by himself, but somebody went in to get, get him. And the guy says, you could come in. I know Jerry rolled his eyes, but I walked in there. And God bless him. I love him. We talked for 20, 25 minutes. Most of it, I'm not going to tell, tell you what we talked about, but he asked how B's doing, how everybody's doing. Boom. So we had some fun. But he did tell me exclusively. I feel almost like one of those. Like Walter Cronkite right now. I mean, Exclusively. <laughs> uh, he told me that he feels Mercedes will hit. And I. Like I said, I'm not going to say anything else that we talk about. I don't think he might share this. He thinks he'll hit 270, 280, 290 for the year. I can see that. And I, mean, I was saying more 250. What do you think? Um, I'll give me the home runs. He's got look. He may be in the slump, but he's got seven homers, 30 RBIs. Yeah. Right. Oh, man. I, what do you guys I, think? I, I would, say 250 or up is good. I would be. I'd go. I'm with Jerry on this. I'd say it's closer to like yeah. 280, 290. Told yeah. me he thinks he could hit 270, 280. Boy, and who would have thought that? You know, like, in the start, he got off to, okay, you might yeah, say, well, impossible. that's disappointing. But that's impossible. Like, if you would have said in April, hey, by September, the guy who had 290, be like, sign yeah. me up. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, it's been a good. With that. It, yeah. it, they're a good team. They got no flaws, I, except the catcher. 
If we lose in the playoffs, I got a feeling it's going to be Collins and Grandel that have a hand in it, and some of the Sox pitchers who have the high leg kicks that don't hold the runners. Yeah. I think in the playoffs, if they got a chance to run on our guys, they're going to run, Carm. Mm. That could be. It's don't you think? Point. Yeah, maybe. They got a high number. Check how many steals against the Sox this year, folks. It's not pretty. Yeah, look at that. Uh, I think we're third that, in the yeah. league. I'll tell you, and the Sox don't steal bases particularly well, other than Billy Hamilton. No, I mean, they got Ouchie, LaRusa, according yeah, to LaRusso. LaRusso goes, I don't know. we got to rethink this. It's Ouchie. That was funny. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what's wrong. Like, T.A. can't steal a base anymore? I'm like, what's going on? Well, T.A. has a bad thumb, but he had, he had a home run yesterday. Yeah. But he had a couple of uh, balls that were hit, hit to his right that were dribblers that he couldn't get out of his glove. But he's only made one or two errors this year. He's really played well in the yeah. field. So I, I'm thinking that, I mean... Uh, the Cleveland game, the Bieber game. I'll tell you what happened in the Bieber game that surprised me. They had bags loaded, and Abreu had a 2-0 and count in the ninth, and he swung. So yeah, then, at the end of that game, yeah. So I went to 720 yeah. on DirecTV where I got the Cleveland guys. You know what they said? What? Oh, Abreu bailed us out by hitting the pitcher's pitch on a 2-0 and count. Yeah, that's That was not, the Cleveland guys. I was surprised he swung because a walk ties the game up. I might have been – listen, I, I – But think, he's hot. I, think, I know. I think big league hitters also get up there and they're looking for fastballs, and he knew he was going to get one. I get you. You know what I mean? And, like, yep. unfortunately, just – that's why baseball's so friggin' hard. Let's. He hit it. the ball pretty good. I yeah. mean, you know, it's but just, still, it's, it's so hard. don't you take – don't you even oh. – do you swing on 2-0 oh, even if you're it's, a hitter like Abreu? Don't you want to go 3-0? Then what kind of pitch And you then get? you really force him to throw you something Absolutely. right down the it's, a, it's, a, it's a fair debate. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. Um, when we come back, Mike and I are going to talk to our guy, Jim Miller. Jimmy! We got the Belmont tomorrow. Oh, I so love the Belmont. We're going to get some Belmont picks, and we'll give Secretary. you our best plays before we're out of here. Secretariat down the stretch <laughs> by five lengths, ten lengths. Yep. It's Mike lengths. and Carmen. We'll be right back on The Odds Couple. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Entering the home stretch on The Odds Couple, Mike North, Carmen DeFalco with you each and every Friday uh, right here on the ESPN Chicago app with the White Sox playing in the summers on Friday nights. You get the encore replay on Saturday morning from 8 to 9. It is Belmont weekend, Mikey, and that means it's time to talk to one of our favorites, our expert handicapper, from Hawthorne Racecourse, the one, the only, Jim Miller. Jimmy! Gentlemen, think about this. You have everything that's around to the Preakness with Medina Spirit and Bob Baffert. Now we're going into the Belmont. Medina Spirit's second test came back positive, the split sample. So that horse is going to end up being disqualified from the Kentucky Derby. Belmont's not allowing Bob Baffert to run any horses, but it's actually a really good race for the Belmont Stakes. Well, what's going to happen long-term with Baffert, you think, Jim? Like, is there a penalty, a punishment? He'll be back at all these tracks at some point? Is he going to be... Uh... He's only banned from one or two, right? Yeah, so what... I'm curious, yeah, because here's the thing, guys. I mean, Churchill Downs already put a two-year suspension on Bob Baffert, and I think it's as much for tarnishing the Kentucky Derby as anything yeah, else. Absolutely. But then you see a place like Santa Anita who has said, hey, we're going to wait on what the Kentucky Racing Commission's report is because they haven't yet put out their final report. Everything's kind of been led by Baffert's camp. But New York has said you can't race here. I think California is going to have to reciprocate if this test does come out positive. So I'm really curious to see if this is something that's going to put Baffert on the sidelines for a couple of years or even for his career. Wow. 
You know what? I got to tell you, when you think of the Belmont, we know who we think about. We know the horse, the greatest athlete I ever saw, to be honest with you. Our horses, athletes, Jimmy, in your eyes, compared to what they say, whether it's Edwin Moses uh, winning 89 straight hurdles, Michael Jordan, whoever you want to talk about. There's been that argument that horses don't deserve to be uh, equated with human athletes. Horses are athletes. The the jockeys on the horses, I think, are athletes, too. I mean, think about it. Secretariat is running a mile and a half and running a mile and a half in two minutes and 24 seconds. I mean, this this is a a horse that's a very good athlete. The guys on the backs of the horses, I mean, it's a 110-pound man on two-inch pieces of metal trying to balance himself going 35, 40 miles per hour making split-second decisions. So I think they're athletes. It falls within the sports world. So I would call both of them athletes for sure. And this says, you told us last week, this is the big one, the Belmont, in terms of length. Like, this is the longest race that most of these horses run, right, Jimmy? Yeah, this is the mile-and-a-half race. I don't think any of these horses will come back and run a mile-and-a-half in the remainder of their career, Carmen. It's a cool race this year for the Belmont because you look, you get Essential Quality, who was the favorite in the Derby and ran fourth in the Derby. You get Hot Rod Charlie, who ran third in the Derby. Both of those are now going to be moved up to second and third after Medina Spirit eventually gets disqualified. You get the winner of the Preakness in Rombauer. Known agenda, you know, took a lot of money. Rock Your World was the horse I picked in the Derby. It's a really good race for a Belmont, and normally you don't see this many top-notch, legitimate Derby contenders that are coming back to run in the Belmont every year. All right, so we got a lot of horses with uh, some short prices here. It's bunched up at the top. Who do we like? What are the plays for the Belmont this weekend, Jimmy? Well, you know I'm going to try to beat the favorite again. I have to try to beat the favorite here. So I am going to go back to the horse I picked in the Kentucky Derby, the 7, Rock Your World. I'm going to play this horse across the board, 9 to 2 in the morning line. So if the horse wins, it's going to pay 11 bucks to win. But Rock Your World had a horrible trip in the Derby. And the key to the Belmont, you're going a mile and a half. There's not a whole lot of pace in the race. So if Rock Your World can clear the lead and back things down, might be able to kick away late. And then after that, you have to look to who you use underneath. I mean, essential quality figures, Rombauer figures, Hot Rod Charlie figures. So the way I play the race, it's going to be rock your world across the board and then key those three horses, the two, three, and four underneath in an exacta. But we got to hope for rock your world to wire the field in the Belmont. All right, sounds good. And racing all weekend at Hawthorne, right? Racing all weekend at Hawthorne, every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all the way through September. Gorgeous weather. Capacities are opening up even more, so come on out and join us. Fabulous. Jimmy, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, buddy. All right, boys. Take care. Jimmy! There he is. He's going Rock Your World, the seven horse across the board for the Belmont. Secretariat's my favorite athlete of all time. Well, him and Cigar. I love Cigar. Yeah? You and Cap love Secretariat, too. Oh, my God. I mean, oh, by the way, Cap making the Chicagoland Hall of Fame, Sports Hall of Fame. Welcome to the club, my friend. I was fortunate enough to be inducted uh, about... 10 years, 10, 15 years ago. Who knows where the time goes? I can't even remember. Find my keys, for God's sake. But anyway, uh, yeah, so Cap, congratulations. And, uh, yeah, Secretariat to me was what he did ranks right up there, Carmen. You know what's kind of amazing? So, like, uh, I hope I have my history right. That was 1975, right, Mike? Is that right? So, or for Secretariat? I God, think. That's, that's when I was single. I can't remember. It was like whenever it was. It was be- <laughs> Mike, it was before I was born, but. To yep. your point, when we brought Jimmy in, when you say the Belmont Stakes, that's it. Like it's pretty clear what sports fans are going to think of. They think of Secretariat it made running the race away to from me. Sham, right? It made the race to me about the Belmont what it is. Yeah, I mean the Kentucky Derby is the granddaddy of them all, and you know the Preakness had that aura to it. But when you think of Belmont, 
You know, you think of uh, Secretariat. Like, I it, mean, it was a, it's, a, it's obscene to see the gap between he and the rest of the horses. You're I like, think it was 73. Currently. Was it 73? Okay, so like Thanks, three man. years before I'm born. Thank and you, it's buddy. And it's like the most memorable thing oh. you're ever going to think of when you hear the Belmont Stakes. Like, because I've seen the video a hundred times in my life. And, and I'll tell you, I mean, I don't want to date myself, but I have in the past. That's, that's clear. But I'll say to 73, I was in the service. Yeah, how about and that? that? And But everybody knows about, like Babe Ruth. Everybody knows about Secretariat. Uh, it's supposed to have twice the heart. No, right, right. Size and everything else. I mean, you know, uh, he, he had the Pistons going. And the, the jockey, uh, Pinkay, I think it was. Yeah, I think, uh, is that Le right? Lafitte Pinkay, wasn't it? I think so. I don't yeah. remember that. My horse No, was... no, it was somebody else. Yeah. But he ended up being a paraplegic. Yeah. And uh, But Secretariat, he just died not that long ago. Crazy. I mean, you could go out to Kentucky back in the day, see cigar running around, yeah. and, you know, drive down some road, yep. and there's there they are, I'm you know? You, yeah, they're be- it's beautiful down there. It I is. thought they should always do that with the Bears when they were at uh, <laughs> when they were at Bourbon. They have the, Butkus in a corral. Mike, were you asking for the, the jockey? Yeah, for who was, it was yes. Ron Turcotte. Ron Turcotte. That's Turcotte. it. I'm sorry. Yep. Uh, Pinkay was much later. Thanks, man. Yeah, uh, Ron Turcotte. I mean, unbelievable. Penny Chenery, yep. uh, who was the owner. I mean, it's a great movie. Good movie. I did. I liked it. Well, they anything did. with Diane Lane's a good movie. I agree. They did a good job <laughs> with that. Big fan of Diane Lane. All right, Mikey, let's let's give our best plays before we're out of here. What do we like for tonight? I'll tell you what. I gave out Winnipeg earlier today on the Carmen and Yurko show. Cincinnati plus 124. I like in baseball. Uh on the run line, that's minus 170. Uh, so uh, those two so far, Carmen, I have one more for you after you make your pick, All which right. I think involves Vegas, right? Yeah, I, so I'm going to I'm gonna take a chance on Vegas. And I, look, they're, they're at 100% capacity, so that's going to be a full house at T-Mobile tonight. Um, Vegas needs this to get into the series. The Avs are a steamroller right now. They are a perfect 6-0 in the playoffs, but at some point, they're going to get beat, and I think the Vegas Golden Knights had the better of the five-on-five play in Game 2. They just happened to lose in overtime while they were killing a power play. Stay out of the box. You've got your home crowd that is going to be wild and rabid tonight. I like Vegas as a very small favorite. It's almost even money. Vegas yeah. on the money line is plus 105. I'm going to back the Golden Knights back at home tonight with a full crowd. I'm, that's one of my best plays. You know what's funny? I remember, uh, you know, when they first started. I mean, Vegas has always had that aura about them. I mean, they got off to such a great start as a as an expansion team. Uh, but I, I, I like Colorado in this one tonight. Okay. And and the reason I do, I don't think Vegas is the same Vegas team they've had over the past uh, few years. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I think Colorado's special. They're very good. There's no yeah. doubt about it. I mean, and I see that they were favored. They're the they're they're the favorite in this game, and they're the favorite to win it for a reason. Like they're great. Yeah. I mean, there is no doubt about it. So I got Colorado. I didn't know that. That's why I said you go first. And so I had to take Colorado because that was a strong read. So okay. I got. Colorado, I got Winnipeg, and Cincinnati in the MLB. You got another one, my friend? I got one more, too. Yeah, I'll give you one more baseball game. Uh, We got a division matchup here with the Phillies at home laying 115 on the money line against the Nats. It's Wheeler versus Scherzer. I think that's a good matchup. Zach Wheeler's been great lately. He has double-digit strikeouts in three straight starts. The Phillies should be plenty rested here. They haven't played since Tuesday because they had a rainout Wednesday. They were off yesterday, and their offense has stunk for the better part of three weeks, yep. but they finally busted out on Tuesday. Been playing and, better. Yeah, and they scored 17 runs. I'm yes. going to back the I Phillies at home I had that game, 17-3. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, I'm going to back the Phillies tonight, minus 115 on the money line at home with uh, 
with uh, Wheeler against Scherzer. So that's my other play. That's a beautiful play, my friend. I like that one. The Phillies are one of those teams. Girardi's got a steady hand. They're not that far from, I think, turning the corner, to be honest with you. Mikey, have a great weekend, buddy. It was fun as always. Have fun, guys. I love you. Take care, everybody. And we thank Randy Merkin and Sean Davis and Tyler Aki for helping us out. And uh, thanks to Luke Pergandy and Jim Miller. And we will see everybody next week on The Odds Couple. Have a great weekend, everyone. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports.